The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thirty-one years in the making. I can't even believe it. The Cincinnati Bengals have won a playoff game, maybe a small victory for some fan bases. But hey, by the way, these balloons aren't for <laughs> these balloons behind me are from a previous birthday party. They're not for this game, I promise you. But regardless, the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Las Vegas Raiders in an incredible game. Incredible game. For both teams, quite honestly. And a lot of folks, you know, a lot of folks picked the Bengals. The Bengals are favored by a touch. By the way, this line about six points, five and a half points, six and a half points, depending on Bengals win by seven. Vegas knows what they're doing with this line, by the way. Regardless, Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Las Vegas Raiders in the wild card round 26 to 19 a hard-fought game from both teams some injuries from both teams we'll talk about that unfortunately the Bengals got hit really really hard by the injury bug to some very important players in this game but regardless they are off the three decade schneid and I gotta I gotta say I don't know if you heard me during the thing please 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 I, I really don't want to get slapped on the wrist but go Download the Johnny Nash song. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Great song. First of all, iconic from Epic Records. Uh, I didn't ask permission. I don't really care at this point. I just thought it was an appropriate song. And I felt, I think we all needed to feel pretty good about what happened. I did not feel good over the last seven minutes of that game, six minutes of that game. But the Bengals took care of business. They did what they needed to do. We'll be here for a little bit. Talking about the game, talking about what happened, talking about what's ahead. But man, can we just take that in? I think I think I'm still at a little bit of a loss because, and I, you know me, I'm not really at a loss for words very often. But that that was just a an emotional roller coaster. The Bengals had control a lot in that game. I got to say this before we give the Bengals credit before, and there's a lot of credit to give to the Cincinnati Bengals. I got to give a tip to the cap to the Las Vegas Raiders, not only for their performance today. And I'm not, I, I, you know, I like other teams. I, you know, I'm kind of, I, I don't really dig on the Raiders that much, 
based on what that team did to get into the postseason, based on their performance today, based on what they overcame all season long and the performance they put out there today, short week, they were injured, they were tired, they went on the road, they're in the cold. Give the Raiders credit for their performance and their season. And I would have said that regardless uh, of the result today, truly. Um, This game came down to the very final play. These are, you know, I I think we all kind of said the Bengals maybe have a little bit more talent, but the the Raiders just had that never quit destiny type of team. A lot of folks were saying, you know, Rich Bisaccia may not be considered as a head coaching candidate unless the Raiders won that game. Um, After that performance and what, what everybody had to go through on that Raiders team, I think he should very well be in contention for that head coaching job based on what we saw that from that team in the last month, et cetera. Regardless, this is not a, you know, Raiders podcast, but I did want to give them a tip of the cap because quite honestly, I, I got to tell you that just a really, really hard fought, good, good contest by, by the Raiders and a good season from them. Now, a lot of things to talk about in this, and we'll be here for just a little bit. I got to keep this relatively short, but I wanted to celebrate with you all. I wanted to celebrate with you all, and I wanted to break down the game. I got to tell you, for me, this is a big deal because the Bengals had not won since I had not won a playoff game since I was a little kid. And on top of that, um, they have not won a playoff game, had not been to the playoffs since the inception of this show. So big deal. Big deal. And regardless of what happens next week, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Right now, it looks like they're going to head to Tennessee to face the Titans. We'll see how the rest of the weekend plays out. But as of now, that's kind of what what the trajectory looks like. That game looks like a somewhat winnable game, a tough game, but a somewhat winnable game for them as well. But here's the deal. The Bengals, you know, for all the kudos we just gave the Raiders and they're never quit, never – this Bengals team, you got to give the same kind of credit to them because today they lost Trey Hendrickson, Pro Bowl edge defender, to a concussion issue. You lost Larry Ogunjobi. That looks like a pretty significant issue there. I don't. I, we'll hear more throughout the week, but that cart came out from him. Looked like a, a, a leg injury that was either Achilles, ankle, or knee. We'll have to see what's going on there. And then, of course, you lost um, – Mike Daniels, who was relieving Josh Tupo. So the interior of the defensive line, that one of the real strengths of this team really lost a couple of really key players in this one. I got to say this um, before we get to X's and O's and, you know, uh, some of the stats and, and breakdowns, et cetera. I got to tell you, I feel extremely happy aside from the injury i feel extremely happy for mike daniels i feel extremely happy for guys like dj reader i feel extremely happy for guys like tyler boyd mike hilton joe mixon i mean i love the young guys that are zach taylor guys but the guys cj uzama huge game from cj uzama and hit an amazing gritty shuffle today right after his touchdown celebration you got to feel great for those guys. Marvin Lewis holdovers, guys who have seen and been around some of the really, really bad years, both under Marvin and under Zach Taylor. And they are here and they are experiencing this playoff win. And I got to tell you, Uzama took a couple of big hits. Mixon, obviously you saw him in his ankle getting taped up later. I love the free agency acquisitions. I'm happy for those guys. I'm happy for Joe Burrow. I'm happy for all of those guys. Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon, 
Sam Hubbard, CJ Uzama, all of those guys and more. I'm, I'm just really, really happy for them. Even though it's one win and a lot of other fan bases would say, hey, you know, good win. We're on to the next one. We got to savor this one a little bit. We really, really do because this has been over three decades coming and it is well, well deserved. And, you know, for all the, the proper kudos that we want to give the Las Vegas Raiders for their season and their performance today, we got to give as many, if not more, to the Cincinnati Bengals for their performance today. Um, let's let's keep going on here. Uh, I see someone said your feed is bad. You got to refresh, Jim. Maybe uh, I'm not really seeing much else. Uh, other complaints. Hopefully that's not the case, but uh, we'll we'll see if uh, that's that's what's happening here. I'll, I'll try and uh, check something going on here, but try and refresh, and maybe that'll help you out. But at any rate. Uh, look, Jamar Chase show, and um, I'm going to share this with you here. I was frustrated at the the Bengals' inability to get in the end zone a lot. The the their inability to uh, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of uh, feed is fine, all that kind of stuff. So I, I think if if for some reason the feed is a little choppy. Make sure you refresh whether you're looking on the Cincy Jungle Facebook page, our Orange and Black Insider YouTube channel, or what have you. So and, and let's let's talk about some things with this game in terms of uh, what the X's and O's and everything. Usually, I say I usually start with you know here's the stats, here's how you know I'm going to start with something that I feel was pretty important here. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to look at the drive summaries, not necessarily play by, this is a play by play and this is on ESPN.com and I will show you that, but what, you know, we can see here, the Raiders opened up with a score, but look at the Bengals offensive drives. I did not like that. They traded field goal for touchdowns. I did not like that they settled for field goals on short fields, etc. but touchdown field goal, field goal, touchdown. And then you've got the end of half. I mean, they got the ball back with 13 seconds left, whatever. Get the ball back right after right after the half. By the way, I mean, if you want to count that as a possession at the end of the half, whatever. But touchdown and field goal, again, sandwiched at the end of the second quarter and beginning of the third quarter. That is a big deal. You had a punt there, but then field goal. You had two punts on the day. I mean, really, the Cincinnati Bengals, largely, when they had the ball, they were scoring. I did not like that they settled for field goals quite often. You got to at least convert a number of those or a couple of those into touchdowns. But at some point, uh, you know, you got to, you also in the playoffs, you got to take the points where you can. I know you want to be aggressive. There was a critical, critical point in this game. And I will, I will scroll down and show it to you. The Cincinnati Bengals, I believe it was this one right here, this drive right here. Drove, 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 methodical, 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 took a ton of time off the clock. And here you go. You've got third and one. And lo and behold, you've got fourth and one. They went out there and they look, it was fourth and inches. They looked like they were going to go out there and go for it. And that was a, a risky proposition at that point. And, uh, you know, they were, they were up by a touchdown and you kind of felt like, look, I love the aggressiveness. I know the aggressiveness backfired a little bit against the chargers versus these same Raiders last, last week. Um, maybe you want, you know, you got burrow, et cetera. Um, not everything was totally clicking on all cylinders on offense. There's a lot of stuff, particularly burrow and chase burrow and Uzama, but the run game wasn't working that great. Yeah. T Higgins had a couple of nice catches, but that, I mean, that was basically uh, about it. There was not the great connection there. 
Boyd had the touchdown, not a lot of other impacts from him. And you kind of say, you know what, It's do you really want to go for this right here or do you want to make this a two-possession game? A lot of folks love the aggressiveness. They say, go for it, go for it, go for it. The analytics tell you stuff that, that would say maybe to go for it. But here's the thing. I mean, they made this a two-possession game. And at the end there, you know, if you don't get that fourth and one, let's just say you go for it, you don't get that fourth and one, you don't get that subsequent field goal you're looking at a much different situation potentially at the end of the game. And uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's just kind of the optics of it. And of course the Bengals opted to make it a two possession game. Raiders just kept fighting back though, just kept fighting back. So uh, you got to give them credit and a lot of different fronts. They just uh, kept never, never said die, you know uh, they, they just played very, very solid football. And um, I don't know. You gotta you gotta give them credit and you gotta give the Bengals credit a little bit here. Uh there uh Paul Blanton. Hey, what's going on, Paul? You've been a longtime fan. What player jersey am I wearing? I'm wearing number seven. That's who I'm wearing. That's who I'm wearing, Paul. Good to see you, buddy. I know I see you on Facebook a lot, and you've been a longtime fan. I know you've been waiting for this day for a long time, too. Uh good to see you. Good to see so many of you as well. Hopefully, you are relishing what's happening here today the Cincinnati Bengals see some of the highlights here on ESPN I like using ESPN sometimes they impromptu use a video here but hey let's go up here since Cincinnati uh you know not as a as compared to some of the recent games from Joe Burrow not the most explosive or crazy day from Joe Burrow as compared to recently efficient didn't take a ton of sacks still had two but a 110 rating two touchdowns and guys still no turnovers Joe Burrow was turning the ball over a lot in the first half of the season, even into the, you know, after the bye, et cetera. And they, you know, they were still kind of using mixing a bit. They let Burrow kind of be Burrow, did a lot of empty stuff, did a lot of short controlled passing, did a lot of timing stuff between he and Chase, and it worked. 10, 10 incompletions there, 24 of 34 for 244, two touchdowns, no interceptions, no sack fumbles, none of that stuff. Just efficient efficient day from Joe Burrow, a 110.4 rating from him. You see Joe Mixon, 17 carries, 48 yards here. Tough, tough sledding for him. Just a long carry of 10. Jamar Chase, they tried to get him involved a little bit um, in, in the run game. And to, you know, pretty good success. Three carries, 23 yards. There was a, a carry for, for I think, no gain or a loss late in the game, but had a 15-yarder, and, you know, they were just trying to get creative. Chris Evans only one carry, nine yards. Tyler Boyd a carry for three. P. Ryan not much of a factor, and Burrow not much of a factor with his legs. And then it's just the Jamar Chase show again. Nine catches, 116 on 12 targets. Did have a couple that were considered probably drops, um, but still just big plays and uh, had a nice 28-yarder. You see C.J. Uzama, the other ancillary weapon here, six catches, 64 yards, a guy who's been a locker room leader, a guy who's championed the phrase, why not us, in terms of the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. Six catches, 64 yards, got the touchdown on the on the first drive there, and uh, six catches on six targets, folks. Got to like that. Four catches, 28 yards from Joe Mixon. Just a just a tough day from him. Not tough in terms of him playing poorly or a bad day from him. Just 
it was just tough. I mean, the, the Raiders really keyed on him because of what he did the first time around to them. Tyler Boyd, four catches, 26 yarder and the controversial touchdown in the second quarter. Look, I, I said this on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter at CJ Anthony CY, my thing is I understand what the rule book says that maybe they should have replayed the down and all that kind of stuff. The bottom line is that nobody, what nobody is talking about is the fact that that whistle should never have been blown in the first place. It was a poorly blown whistle. In the first place, the, the, the Joe Burrow was not out of bounds. He was not he was going out of bounds, but he was not out of bounds when he threw that football. It was a poorly um, timed whistle. It should not have been blown in the first place. So we can talk about how that play should have been replayed or whatever. But the bottom line is it was a really poor whistle from the officials. And of course, it just a really bad day from this officiating crew. I know they grabbed officials from different groups and whatnot, but just disorganized Bad calls across the board, including the egregious one against the Cincinnati Bengals on the final drive of the Raiders on Khalid Kareem, the roughing the passer that was not a roughing the passer, just a really, really bad call. Just the one catch from, I, I thought Higgins had two, but he had just the one catch on 10 yards for 10 yards from Higgins on four targets. Uh, Got to get a little more out of him as you go on here in the postseason. Larry Joby did have the big fumble recovery that led to a field goal. Unfortunately, as I mentioned, Joby left the game with an injury. Logan Wilson all over the place, 12 tackles. Jermaine Pratt, the late hero, nine total tackles, a tackle for loss, and, of course, the interception to seal the game. Eli Apple, a little bit of a rough game from him, had, uh, I believe, a couple of penalties, a couple of plays led up here. So one of his worst games in recent uh, in recent weeks, but he's been playing very well up to this point. Awuzier, he had a penalty late, too. Um, on that last drive, that was a biggie. Jesse Bates probably had his best game in a really long time today. Had his hands on three passes. He had three of them defended, six total tackles, so you got to like that. Flowers had a little bit of a rough day with Darren Waller, as expected, but they put him on there as kind of a cornerback safety hybrid player. Big guy, um, and uh, got, got uh, you know, Waller had a couple of big catches against him, unfortunately. Von Bell had a nice stop on a third down, but uh, four total tackles for him. Hilton left the game injured. He also had two passes defended, so a nice day from him. Hubbard just hustle, hustle, hustle. You see this. You see the sack. You see, uh, you know, the same tackle for loss. A pass is a pass defended. Three total tackles, and he really stepped up with Mike Daniels injured, with Larry Ogunjobi injured, with Trey Hendrickson injured. Really, really stepped up, and as did B.J. Hill. He had a sack late. Good for him. D.J. Reader quietly didn't do a ton, but um, you know, two total tackles and was a guy that they just needed to get a lot of snaps out of this week because of the injuries, and um, that's kind of that. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, Derek Carr, pretty good game aside from the interception late. 29 of 54, 310, one touchdown, one interception. Got sacked three times despite all of the injuries on the defensive line there. Just a 69.2 rating because of the lower completion percentage and the interception late. Josh Jacobs, 13 carries, 83 yards. He was effective. He was effective, far more effective this week than before. 13 carries, 83 yards. Uh, Derek Carr had a 20-yard carry as well, so the Raiders over 100 yards rushing. And then you see here Darren Waller, your leading receiver, predictably 7 for 76. Zay Jones, 5 for 61 in the touchdown. Hunter Renfro, 8 for 58. Much higher impact from him this time around. And the middle of the field, quite honestly, was was open for uh, pretty often. For the Raiders, um, they they had a lot of you know short and middle options open, um, a lot of mesh and drag concepts that seemed to work well for them. Um, unfortunately for them, at the end of the game, you know when you were trying to push the ball down the field a little bit, just was not there. And um, Carr, you know, unfortunately overshot. Fortunately for the Bengals, unfortunately for the Raiders, overshot a couple of guys late. Uh, Jacobs, a factor in the passing game as well, four for 44. Edwards had a couple of nice catches, three for 41 there. Deshaun Jackson had the big one late, one for 26. Um, Carr had the fumble forced by Hendrickson, recovered by Joby. Renfro fumbled as well. Um, I think that uh, that may be negated there. I think they're still counting that um, call that was reversed maybe at the end there for uh, that, that was incomplete. So something to think about there. Anyway, uh, two total sacks, five quarterback hits by the Raiders in this one. So that is kind of the tail of the tape for the Raiders and the Bengals in this one. Um, you, you see here, Rio solid Jermaine Pratt is that guy. Yeah. You know, good, good improvement from Jermaine Pratt. Great improvement from him. Uh, in the, throughout this entire year. Um, so at any rate, uh, look, there, there's, there were a number of different um, number of different issues in this game. It was a far from perfect game, but the Bengals did not turn the ball over. They had a couple more, uh, a, a couple more penalties than maybe we're accustomed to, but for the most part, that is, um, you know, I mean, the Bengals got to got to finish drives and get into the end zone, particularly as they go further in this postseason. If they want to beat the Titans, if they want to beat others, they got to be able to punch it in the end zone. Um, if they're able to, if they want to continue to 
make this a really special run here. And again, right now we've got a lot to play out throughout the weekend. We'll see what happens between the Steelers and the Chiefs. We'll see what happens between the Bills and the Patriots, which is currently going on right now. But as of now, it does it seems as if the Bengals are going to go to Tennessee to face the Titans in the divisional round. So we gotta we gotta look something to look forward to next week here. So I'm seeing some questions, you know, any insight on the injuries and whatnot. We're not going to know very much until later this week. Likely we'll hear probably, I I think Zach Taylor's doing his presser maybe right now or, and he'll be asked more on Monday. So, or uh, yeah, Sunday and Monday probably. So we'll, we'll hear more about that. Um, and, And he's usually a little coy on some of that stuff, rightfully so. Look, the the defensive tackle injuries are a concern, but Josh Tupo is also week to week. So you may, you know, if you lose Larry Ogunjobi in his pass rush, you may be able to get back a Josh Tupo long-term there. And then, of course, we'll have to see what's going on with Mike Daniels. Hopefully Trey Hendrickson can come back this week here. We've got a little bit of potentially a longer week. We'll see, depending on when the Bengals end up playing. Um, and, and so, you know, f- to recover from that concussion, the Bengals really need him. There was some, even though the Bengals netted three sacks today, there's some real inconsistencies on the pass rush front with the injuries that they accrued on the defensive line. So, uh, you know, I saw Matthew, uh, Matthew Hiddle here asking a little bit on that. And I'm going to continue by sharing this article on cincyjungle.com about the uh, Larry Ogunjobi, Trey Hendrickson. I don't know that there's much on here about Mike Daniels, um, but we're going to share this with you. And then we're going to start to get out of here so you can all celebrate and have some fun here. But you see Larry Ogunjobi, unfortunately, was carted off the field with a leg injury. Trey Hendrickson evaluated for the concussion. We knew that. So um, you see all of that. Uh, I don't – let's see here. I'm trying – yeah, unfortunately, there's not much on here for Mike Daniels. So – um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with all this. I was kind of gutted a little bit for Mike Daniels, the fact that he's been a locker room leader. He fought real hard to come back and play late this season. He's been on the practice squad, tough pill to swallow for him, but he came back and played, uh, played well against the Browns, played hard this week. And unfortunately, you know, he had to leave the game pretty early in this one, as did a lot of different, a lot of different players. So, uh, you know, hopefully the Bengals get a little more he- healthy. The problem is, you know, what got them to the postseason, and and you can credit it through today as well, some depth, obviously, but what got them to the postseason, aside from great play from Burrow and Chase and, it's, and you know, a lot of stars, they were healthy, and they were healthy in important spots this year. And then, of course, aside from that, they were the least penalized team uh, in, in the NFL, especially in penalty, penalty yards. So unfortunately the penalties kind of caught up with them a little bit today, not a ton, but the injuries for sure, for sure caught up for the, with the Bengals this week. We'll go with one more, um, one, one more little, uh, tail of the tape piece. And then we will start to get out of here. This is again from ESPN and their box score. I like using ESPN's box score. So, um, We'll check that out here. This is just kind of general team stats. And you look at the first downs here, 23 to 18, the Raiders out, out dueled them there, out dueled them in passing first downs, 15 to 14, same on rushing first downs, four to four third down efficiency. The Bengals were five of 12 and the Raiders were eight of 18 
Fourth down efficiency, Raiders were one of two, Bengals were one of one. Look at the total play, 71 by the Raiders, 61 by the Bengals, 385 total yards from the Raiders, 308 by the Bengals. I mean, it's it's pretty even across the board for the most part, um, except, you know, the rushing rushing game, not as even. Look at the penalties, though, and this is what I was talking about. The Bengals have been hovering around two, three, four penalties per week. Uh, seven for 56 this week. Now, a couple of those we can directly pit on the officiating crew and their inconsistency today. And it wasn't just on the Bengals. There were some calls against the Raiders, and it, it, both teams. that You could probably feel like it was uh, not a great day by either team for the officiating crew. I, I, overall, I don't think the officiating crew – decided this game but i mean they they inserted themselves in this game at some points uh but when you look at a one possession game and it literally came down to the last down of the game uh you got to say these are two you know teams that fought hard and played well throughout most of the day and the raiders unfortunately just made a few more mistakes um similar in the penalty department but a couple of turnovers really doomed them in this one so that's kind of the tale of the tape on that we are going to start getting out of here on this. I'm seeing a lot of familiar names. Good to see a lot of you seeing a lot of new names. I want to say, I see this here. Thank you for the, the super chat by who day. Uh, I don't know how you got that name, but that's on YouTube. That's excellent. That you were able to get that name. I'm sure it's a pretty popular one. Extend Zach Taylor. We'll see what happens after that. But after this, after this week and after this win, uh, I'm wondering who's being commissioned to build the statues in front of Paul Brown Stadium. I'm wondering who uh, is going to be throwing the parade, all that kind of stuff. I know it's one postseason win, but this, these are the Bengals, folks. They just have not won a postseason game in 31 years. We got to relish it. We got to relish it. So, um, look, uh, we're we're having some fun. Go have some fun and I'd be safe and, and relish this. We'll see if the Bengals – I do think Zach Taylor in a talk of an extension should – be thought about. I don't know what this means for Brian Callahan, who is getting looks now. I think he, the Broncos requested to interview him as a potential head coaching candidate. I don't know what that means. If this all of a sudden propels him into another level, we'll have to see. But uh, hey, we'll, t- we'll take this one for right now. Let's enjoy this one. The Bengals are still alive in the postseason. A very, very special season on a number of different fronts. Um, and and I I will say this, I see this here. Um, there's some Zach Taylor criticism. So I see, I'm, I I did pin this, but a lot of folks are looking at that last drive with the Bengals, the two runs that netted what minus one yard, two yards. I I could go back on the drive summary, but I mean, it it basically netted minus one yard because you were in third and 11 and then you do a, a throw short of the sticks to CJ Uzama, who was a, you know, an effective weapon today. Um, you do a throw short of the sticks and just give the ball back to the Raiders. Not a great sequence of plays in crunch time from Zach Taylor. I think that's where, you know, we say extend Zach Taylor from a macro perspective, AFC North division title, first playoff win in 31 years. I understand all of that, but there are still some growing pains with this still young staff. Luana Rumo had to do all kinds of different things today because of personnel issues and injuries and all that kind of stuff. He had to do all kinds of different things today. And unfortunately, the middle of the field, familiar guys, your slot players, your running backs getting you here and there in the passing game. And of course, the athletic tight ends 
getting you that that needs to be remedied but overall you got to like the growth that this entire group has shown in year three i don't know that we're sitting here saying let's extend everybody right now um but it should be maybe a conversation you have and obviously it's going to depend upon what happens the rest of the way with the cincinnati Bengals going forward in the postseason but um we'll we'll see you know i ironically the injuries happened a week after they rested so many of these guys and it's kind of a sad irony, but it is what it is. We're going to get out of here though. Everybody have fun. Enjoy this one. 31 years done. The Cincinnati Bengals have broken that curse. And of course where the curse started, if if you're, if you're superstitious where the curse started in Los Angeles against at Paul Brown stadium, hopefully if you were there, you had a great time. If you watched it at home, you got to you hopefully had fun as well, but enjoy this one. We'll be back this week with happening headlines, our big show on Wednesday night and all kinds of different things, giving you all kinds of content. Hopefully you pre-gamed with the five episodes we brought you last week. We'll be bringing you more and more and more this week. I promise you, but let's all go have some fun. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Go Bengals. Go Bengals. Special, special season. This has turned out to be, and Bengals beat the Raiders 26-19 on the final play. They beat them, and they get off the playoff curse against those same Raiders. Take care, everybody.